one. What's up, everybody? Episode 43 or two no, of the All You Can Hear 43. podcast. 43. Episode 43 of the All You Can Hear podcast. Today, we are talking about the MCU. We're going to talk. do a couple MCU predictions before we go full in, full on Black Panther review. There will be spoilers. Heads up. There will be a whatever they call them. Time stamp time. <laughs> in the description. I'm very tired. A time stamp in the description for when the Black Panther spoilers ta- uh, start. So if you either want to go directly there or skip that part, you'll be good. But first, we're going to start with just some basic MCU discussion considering the whole MCU. It's not about to end, but the, essentially the first big, big overarching story arc is about to end. So I kind of yep. want to do some predictions for like Infinity War and what's going to happen after Infinity War is done. They're going to fight a war for an Infinity. Forever. Every movie from now on is just the Infinity War. <laughs> Infinite Warfare. <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, so my thing is, it, it's weird watch. so it's weird, this isn't Black Panther spoiler, but it's just something interesting that I saw with Black Panther, is with Black Panther while watching it, it was weird knowing, I was like, huh, like, it's not a full-on sequel, obviously, but, like, this character is in a movie in three months. Like, it was weird, like, having trailers for Infinity War, like, oh, there's that character, but first here's a whole movie. It's like, it was like getting a trailer for the sequel before the first movie comes out. It was really weird. And, like, I've never had that feeling with, I mean, obviously, there's never really been anything like the MCU, but it's it was just one of those weird things. I was like, huh, that's odd. Yeah, I, and it's uh, it's interesting because you know Black Panther takes one week after Civil War. Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because remember, it, within a week after what happened was his father died in the UN, which mm-hmm. was destroyed in Civil War. Yeah. Um, and so a week after that is whenever he's crowned king. Oh yeah, I guess it and is so, a week. Yeah, huh. it's right after Civil War. Wow. Which. Is Civil War the next one in front of Infinity War? No, it's not the first next one in front of Infinity War, is it? No, because uh, what comes after Ant- Ant-Man War? and the Wasp takes place after Civil War, but I think it obviously takes place before Infinity War. No, there's just going to be two fighting bugs in the middle of the world being destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> like, because it, it... See, that's another weird thing, too, is like a prequel to this movie comes out after this movie, but it's not really a prequel. It's just like a time fill sort of thing i don't know the mcu's weird yeah i mean i'm gonna watch every movie so let's let's just start like what what do you think happens in infinity war like what what do you think is the main like obviously like good guys win whatever somebody has to be lost somebody's gonna die yeah my big yeah gonna somebody, it's gonna be tony stark yeah i would say it's gonna be tony stark too i I, I don't know why they don't just kill Captain America and Tony Stark. At the I, that's same time. kill them all. I, that's what I'm th- I think Iron Man and Captain America may die. That'd be that'd be good. That would be v good. That would be good. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, wow, would you yeah. Captain America to die? <laughs> yes. Think about it it's for the best. I feel like uh, the Vision's going to die when they take his oh, stone yeah. out of his head. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Vision, yeah. Vision's also fucked. He didn't even get a leg to stand on. He didn't even get a movie. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like they're just like. You remember this guy that was the super important dude in the last <laughs> Avengers? Movie? I just got his rock from his head, and now he's dead. <laughs> Fucking dead. With first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, Loki also we dies. We got it in the trailer. Yeah, I think Loki probably dies too. Yeah. But probably you, you, if he dies, it probably won't be until like the end or end of this or like the end of the Infinity War Plus Two, whatever yeah. the sequel is. 
because like Bucky's had like his his uh, little heel t- heel face turn at the end of Ragnarok, and he might have like his true heroic sacrifice, you know, at toward the end of the whole thing. That would I don't. So you think they do with something where like they just kill off a major character off of every franchise? So that if they kill Captain America, that's somebody dead from Captain America, Loki from Thor, Iron Man from Iron Man, uh, Vision from etc. <laughs> <laughs> from Avengers. Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's only been in what Avengers two and Captain America. Civil well, I guess War. he's been in a bunch of them because he's technically, you know, Jarvis. You know, for the biggest part of his. Oh yeah, it, that's true. Because he was, you know, but Tony's Jarvis AI. Jarvis already died. But did Jarvis <laughs> the computer shoot bolts out of his yes. head? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jarvis the power of the rock reincarnated. Mm. I think definitely we're gonna see Loki die because Loki, of course, got the Tesseract. It was locked up in Asgard. Mm-hmm. He, of course, got the Tesseract. Because uh, we watched in the Avengers, Thor took the Tesseract back with him to Asgard um, after the end of Avengers and locked it away inside the secret tomb of power or whatever the shit it looked is. looked pretty open to me. And it's, it's, <laughs> Literally just walked right in. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a museum. Uh, and Loki kind of took that before um, Ragnarok took place. Um, and I think that Loki is just going to try to He's going to be like, I got this for you, Thanos. I did it. And then Thanos is going to be like, good job. And like, Thanks. It what, was that? Them off them. what was that? You just or, tried. I was, I was thinking what's going to happen is because Loki, you know, Loki has, has um, failed th- Thanos beforehand. Mm-hmm. And he's multiple like, times at this point. Yeah. And then as he's like, probably Thanos is probably about to kill Thor. He's like, you know, Please don't like heroic sacrifice. He'll be like, please don't do that. Here is the tesseract. I'll give it to you. And when he does that, he's like, Thanos is like, you know, I'll just kill you instead. So he kills him and then probably throws Thor out in space. That's what I think is probably going to happen. Maybe. <laughs> That's what I think is probably going to happen. But maybe. <laughs> <laughs> because it wasn't there. A, a, I remember there, there being seen in Infinity War where like, like Loki is like, he's like sweating bullets. And he's like handing up the tesseract. Yeah. Presumably to Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's also weird too, because as we see in Infinity War, like, all the Avengers are kind of split up. Like Thor is with the Guardians, Captain America is in Wakanda, and then you have like the Spider-Man, Iron Man team. Yeah, pretty much. Which is like I like the Wakanda team. Oh well, yeah. I'm like, V excited. I'm very excited to see more. Say well, very, very excited to see. No, more. it's just V. It's V. 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 I'm actually going to start just abbreviating every word I want to say. It, it with saves just time. The first there's letter. three, three letters are just unnecessary. Okay, yeah, we're we all doing. We could talk three hours in one. I P E P G D E C B. That's it. <laughs> Whistle C. You're already in. That's T I. Oh, shit. <laughs> S. S. G L A. Okay, no, we can't do this because I have no idea what you're talking about. O U S. What? USA. Useful glamorous. Fly. Come on, everybody. This is turned from a Marvel podcast to a Fergie's 2006 The Duchess. Welcome to the Duchess 2006 album review. Very timely, of course. I think we should do it. We've talked it up so much. It's a great. It's a great album. Do you think we should? We'll talk about it. We should. Right now, you know what? Screw Marvel. But it's one of the, it's one of those things because it, it's interesting too because you know at first the the Infinity War movies was literally Avengers Infinity War Part One and Infinity War Part Two which is not the case now because Infinity War Part One is just called Infinity War so what's the second one that's going to be called because I I mean they're not getting the salt in Infinity one movie. Quest the not so Infinity War they're doing that because it's like Harry Potter started that trend and they're trying to break off from yeah. that because like every 
X movies are going to be split in half, and they kind of feel like, okay, this is this trend's gone on long enough. Let's kind of die that down. It makes you wonder, like, how are they going to... Because if it's part one and part two, right? Mm-hmm. Technically, at heart of it all, how do they keep it separate from each other without also not being separate? Yeah, cause, I mean, they filmed them at the same time. They're obviously just... Uh, it's one long movie split into two. But... Yeah, and that's kind of my, my one is like, is it going to have some sort of actual split indicator? Because I don't know. I mean, I don't like the part one. Is there going to be a thing, time skip? But I get it. If you have, but with like the, something like The Hobbit, like that was fucky, you know? Yeah, because it's only 130 pages. And they turned it into a, <laughs> three movies. <laughs> yeah, which is ridiculous. But like something with the Affinity War, it is something that takes a long time. Yeah. It, it takes a long time to pull it all together. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of moving parts, which I think is perfectly okay for part one, part two. Mm-hmm. Even the final Harry Potter movie. How it, ne- it needed two movies. It needed two movies. And that's yeah. perfectly fine to Breaking do Breaking Dawn? Maybe not so much. <laughs> or Hunger, like Hunger Games had two parts. Yeah, right? Mockingjay did not. No, Mockingjay didn't even no. need one movie. No. Because both of those are bad. Um, Screams but, at Cat. Yeah, my Mockingjay Part 2 review. Check it out, Letterboxd. <laughs> but I don't know. That's kind of like, I think it's okay if they do a Part 1 Part 2. I just hope that they they put... Maybe maybe they're doing it and Movie 1 is going to be just the tragedy aspect of it. But are they going to have a full, like... That's what... Because like in a story, in a movie, right? You have the part where things are going great, shit hits the fan... Shit starts to look like it's not hitting the fan. Shit hits the fan harder. Yeah. Heroes save the day. I feel like part one is going to be like tragedy, like you said, like where you're going to have major characters from essentially like the first like few phases of Marvel or, you know, of the MCU get killed. And then the second movie is going to introduce like Captain Marvel and stuff, right? So you're going to essentially like have like the reins of the MCU be taken on by the more newer generation of the Marvel universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh-huh. And then it's going to start from there. That would be really crazy to see like our entire universe that they built up just fucking crushed in a whole movie. Yeah. And then the second movie, you have these people who are even more open. I could see, I could say, see that. Yeah, that would yeah. Because I mean, now you have like gods and stuff. I mean, like Doctor Strange and like bringing Captain Marvel, and even if you do like Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange like is cool as fuck. Oh no, I I, love... I want to see more. Like his, his standalone <laughs> movie, I think, is one of the more underrated Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. I love Doctor Strange. Um, I think that his and I think that's the reason why they've been kind of showing him off in like Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. That was cool. His scenes were cool as shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah even if they weren't long, they were cool. They yeah. were really cool, and it felt exciting. Mm-hmm. And I think the whole magic aspect is really cool. And now you have this like super high tech Wakanda aspect mm-hmm. with Black Panther. We'll get into, but it's just you have all these different little aspects of technology, yeah. science, and not science. Mm-hmm. All sort of all in the same like universe, yeah, which is in, kind of crazy. And then you have the dimension aspects and things mm-hmm. like that. You just have all these different aspects and things like that that you each character has to play on and play with. It'd be nice to see how that kind of works out. But going back to the whole structure of the movies, I'm kind of wor- I'm wondering if we are going to have first movie be downfall, like you have a, a big V basically. Mm-hmm. You have downfall and then uprise uh, in the two movies, or are you going to have Marvel Formula Part One, Marvel Formula Part, part two. two. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I like if I'm thinking of Harry Potter, I just watched Deathly Hallows like this week. Uh, oh, actually. and it ties into you know Marvel. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but like th- think because you know Deathly Hallows like the first like major blockbuster that did this and. Like, watching the first movie, it's all. It's just sad. There's not a happy moment in Deathly Hallows Part 2. Arguably not a happy moment in Deathly Hallows, or Deathly Hallows Part 1. Arguably not one in Part 2. But you can see, like, no hope, no hope, no hope, no hope, no hope. And then Part 1 ends on this, like, super downer. And then Part 2 picks up 
right at the end of part one and then it just slowly goes up from there so i wonder if marvel's going to take an approach like that or take a more like loose approach kind of like a, a breaking dawn which i hate comparing breaking dawn and harry potter to marvel because they're two three diff very different things but in breaking dawn part one the, it's there's like no structure to it at all it's like oh bella and edward are married oh they fuck oh bella's pregnant will she die from the baby and then part two's like nope yeah because <laughs> what edward bites her yeah yeah and she, yeah she breaking dawn spoilers sorry <laughs> what, I'm, what i'm really ex hoping for is something along the lines of what, what i'm really afraid of is a cliffhanger i'm really afraid of a cliffhanger mm -hmm. of like we're about to see you know iron man's head get stomped in yeah and then all of a sudden it's just like Wait till next yeah. week. And, and you also have to think, this is a whole new scenario because usually the things that are split into two parts are have source material to go on. Yeah. Like, Mockingjay had source material. Breaking Dawn, Harry Potter, all are based on books. Marvel, they can just throw whatever at you. There, there is a not a yeah. canon they are adhering to here except their own. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> just, take, just, take, just take the best from all different versions of the comics and just kind of made their own thing, which is, you know, that's fine. No, it, uh, I mean, it it's made four bajillion dollars. Because comics don't, I mean, comics for the most part don't relay into movies that well. They just don't. Uh, they, it's better to like adapt those things. Books don't typically do that well. You have to adapt them as well. What? You can't make a movie exactly like the book? Uh, I don't know. Y'all see how much money Fifty Shades? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the most vanilla BDSM movies. Like that movie, people don't get that Fifty Shades of Grey literally was Twilight fan fiction. <laughs> like, she she swear, literally just changed Bella and Edward to whatever the two main characters of Fifty Shades are. Christian Grey and yeah, whatever. Like, also forgetting that there's some footage of people fucking on the internet. Like, if you're that horny, get some porn on your TV. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Google. There's no point in watching those movies. Oh, oh yeah, it's not oh, like... The, a, the Fifty Shades movies? Yeah, it's not a substitute for actual porn. But you also have to see that their major demographic are like women in their mid-40s. Oh, that's stereotyping. That's not stereotyping. That, that's proven. That's statistics. <laughs> See about Twilight. Same thing. Although, let me just say yeah, this right arguably. now. The Fifty Shades series, if you're into pop music and popular culture music and things like that, you should hop on the train to the, all their music because they produce some bangers. Like Yeah, that slow uh, down version of Crazy in Love, in love? is really good. <laughs> I can't see it, but I'm jamming right now. It's, re it's really good. Cody's just swinging his arms in the air. So, uh, so back to my theory about Fifty Shades being in the MCU. But <laughs> it, it's just it's interesting because it's kind of – it's weird because it's not Uncharted territory in the fact that it is one movie split into two, but it's also Uncharted territory where – they could just do whatever the hell they want with it. Like, there's there's not a part one that ends with a cliffhanger because you know how part two ends. Now, granted, you have some things that change. Like, with Breaking Dawn, they change the whole ending of the book. And with Mockingjay Bar 2, they, again, change a lot of stuff to make it worse. I but. think it'd be funny if uh, they kill off a ton of characters, and then by the end, somebody gets the Infinity Gauntlet, and they bring, and bring them, all them all back. back and then there's like, like ten more years! Because <laughs> the, the last stone is the soul stone that like, has properties of life and death. And... And plus, there's a lot of theories that there are actors who have contracts to be in more movies, but those their characters have died off. Like, uh, like a Quicksilver's actor, he's slated to be in more movies with his contract, but he died in Ultron. Oh, but oh, that's something else I was gonna say too. It's like it'd be kind of cool to see like Scarlet Witch bring back uh, her brother yeah. and then have him. Oh, know, that'd be into that. Maybe a good intro to the whole movie is her like them. The vision helping them find the soul stone, and they're like, 
they use it to bring her brother back. Maybe that's one of her goals. Yeah, add no. to their add to their numbers. Or, and or then... what if that's one of Thanos' tricks? He gets the Soul Stone and just like and they get together to fight him. He just brings back all the villains that have died, and it's like this big battle with everybody. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be like a Rick and Morty. Uh, I kind of hope it's like even scene? like the shitty villains too. Like, <laughs> oh, it's the like, bank robber from that scene in Spider-Man: Homecoming that died <laughs> in the explosion, or like all like literally all the minions for like Hydra. And yeah, that that'd be such a comic book thing to do. <laughs> it would be so stupid. Cause like we are superpowered gods, and then. Here's just man with a handgun. That's Naruto. For, that's Naruto <laughs> at the very end. Yeah, at the very MCU is Naruto. I mean, Madara is Thanos. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I, what I'm afraid of also is happening is that they are putting an emphasis on Thanos' children um, being sort of like the, the fighters of this mm-hmm. of this group. And one of the things that I'm really worried about is Thanos not even him being like there. We hear his dialogue. We hear see him interacting. But you don't see him like actually land on Earth and interact with the Avengers until the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. and like that be the cliffhanger. Like, oh yeah. shit, here's Thanos, and like the first part of the whole movie is just going to be focusing on his kids wrecking shit, and then at the very end, and he comes out, it's like I've come for the stones or whatever, and like yeah. and. Thanos Ooh. return. <laughs> Thanos Ooh. returns in Infinity War Part Two. <laughs> it, it lists all the all the Marvel characters and maybe Iron Man <laughs> as, as Thanos is crushing his foot uh, with skull. Oh Ooh. man, that'd be really good. See, that'd be interesting because it's like you know we see those stills or not the stills the whatever videos or little shots of uh them on that whatever red planet. I don't know what that is. Where like I think that's Earth in the. A destroyed Earth, maybe they, they they just burn Earth down to the uh, the red the red dirt. Wow, well. you ever seen Blade Runner? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, everybody knows the Earth. There's there's red. a lot of red clay wherever they're fighting it. We'll see. I was Alabama. Oh, <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> they're on Gosh. some random. Is, it, is, is, is Alabama where to keep the Soul Stone? Oh, man. Yes. We had the last Infinity Stone. <laughs> Don't tell Thanos. <laughs> it's one of my Nick secret ingredients in my biscuits. It's, it's, it's inside Saban the glass football. At the, at the, and right oh, that's stadium. that's why everybody gets so upset whenever the Alabama team loses. <laughs> because we're all controlled by a stone. I'm like, I don't even like football, and I cry. <laughs> the Soul Stone's in Bryant Denny. <laughs> yeah, and if we lose, we lose the Soul Stone. Mm. That's a very. This is a very I local topic. I know. Like, <laughs> there's, there's going to be like three people being like, ah, I get it. <laughs> Um, but I'm excited for Infinity. War. Oh yeah, I mean, oh I'm, yeah, I'm super yeah. pumped for it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do next. The one thing I'm scared of, and I'm sure they'll do it justice. And but from what I've read, there's like 54 main characters in Infinity War. That's Ooh. a lot of people. You have to give a lot of screen time to. Well, that's Everybody why gets three minutes each. That's, <laughs> that's why they're splitting it up between. That's why they're splitting it up between the different areas. Though. Yeah. Oh no, I yeah. agree. It's just I'm interested to see how how they do that. Like you're gonna have. Ahead of the crew and then the crew. Yeah, but like, I, like, am I only gonna get like eight minutes of Drax in Infinity War Part One? No, you're gonna get a little bit less. See, <laughs> they had the fucking Thor crew. What we? I mean, oh no, Wenzel tweeted out or not tweeted, uh, sent us a message about the the a Thor spoiler. A Thor spoiler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, should I talk about it or no? Yeah, okay. no, yeah, don't talk about it. Yeah, there's a Thor spoiler, and there was another spoiler of a Lego set. Don't spoil that because I don't even know what that is. Don't like yeah, that, hey, that's just in general. Legos are bad about spoiling it's, shit. It's yeah. it's kind of small, but it's also kind of fun. So, but I won't I won't say it. I won't. Okay, say it. I'll just say it. Yoda's in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> shit, they Yo, did. That's the cliffhanger. Like everything gets blown up and just like it fades to black. Yeah, <laughs> at the end, a portal opens. Ray, Kylo Ren, Yoda, they all come out. <laughs> Yo, we heard. 
heard you had Sora. problems with Thanos. We're here to help. Darth Vader. Donald Duck. <laughs> Goofy. No. Why Why doesn't Disney get on this whole Marvel versus Cop- Capcom shit and do like Marvel versus Disney or Marvel versus Star Wars? Oh, man. I want to see or Mickey Mouse. Because Kylo Ren needs to be in Soul Calibur 6. Kingdom Hearts and 3. Then, Kingdom and Hearts then 3. in Kingdom Hearts, and not Kingdom Hearts, in Soul Calibur 6, you have Mickey dressed as Darth Vader. That's really confusing. That's and Kingdom Link. 3. <laughs> I'm telling you, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to have Star Wars. Well, does it? No, remember said he, he he wanted to have Darth Vader at least since like as like a secret boss or something. He, like he wanted to do something with it. Yeah, I'm, I I would be very surprised if there's not a Star Wars thing in Kingdom Hearts three. I mean, it's oh, that'd be a good Kylo it's, Keyblade. It's literally there, just Keyblade versus lightsaber. Like it just makes too much sense. Oh, I was gonna say uh, I remember this is like a late night thing I was talking about with Cole. Um, I was because about the Guardians of the Galaxy. I was thinking like, what if for like. The entire portion of the movie, you know, we see the Wakandan team, uh, Iron Man's team, and then who else? Guardians team. Gar- oh yeah, Guardi- Guardians the team. team. You were talking about. Well, the the two main teams we'll probably see the most of, and then we'll occasionally like probably see the Guardians mm-hmm. and Thor like on their journey or whatever. Yeah. And I I told Colt this like, what if by the end of the movie, it's like we're at that point where like you know Iron Man's team took heavy losses or whatever, and then it's like come and there to save them is the Guardians team and Thor. Yeah. And then that's where they leave off. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see, like, when the Guardians get to meet up with, like, the Wakandan team. Like, are they going to be kept apart the whole movie? Is it going to be, like, a... I, don't know. I, I figure the the whole cast won't be together till the second movie. Maybe. I don't think there, there's going to be a point where every single person is there in the first. I mean... Well, there, there there was a point where uh, Anthony Mackie, the actor who plays Falcon, he said there is one point in the movie where, like, everybody's together. Oh, Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm thinking, like, the Thanos comes, he wrecks shit, kills everybody on Earth or something, you know, whatever, and then they just you know, they yeah. obviously go to space to follow him. Because he gets, I'm, I'm assuming he gets all the stones but soul. Mm-hmm. And then he, he even he does, he just, he leaves to find it, and everybody's just like, oh shit, we gotta go after him. They hop on, all hop on the spaceship the Guardians brought and just. What if, what if Thanos takes him to a timeline where the Earth is destroyed? Let's not bring any sort of time travel. <laughs> this is Wendell's like, what if I'm, they're all eating Cheerios? What What if there's a time skip between the first and well, second Infinity War? I think that's actually a real possibility that they do some time skip shit. Well, I mean, I was thinking, like, what if, like, you know, what if to bring on the next, you know, phases of Marvel, it's like they do something with time? Because, <laughs> I mean, the time stone, like... What if the end of the second movie is just Thanos taking all of them to a separate time, and then, like, nobody on Earth remembers any of the original, like, Avengers or anything, and they're just, like, all dead? (laughs) (laughs) Thanos like, if I'm going up, y'all coming with me. Boom. And, like, nobody even remembers it. It's just, like, normal Earth. It's a uh, X-Men reboot. (laughs) (laughs) And and then the end of the movie... Blade, Wolverine, Wolverine oh. X's out of X. Hugh Jackman is back oh, from God. the dead, and he's Deadpool. <laughs> Just saying, a world that's only has Blade in it would be better. Only Blade. <laughs> only Blade. Wait, they they uh, they used to time travel to go to all the different isolated Marvel movies from the early two thousands and just fuck with them. Go to Green Lantern. Oh, what's oh. not Mark Ruffalo, Hulk doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Um, that that's his secret. He turns into a different guy every time he transforms. Yeah. Oh man, that's good. Good stand by see where like people are freaking like you know the little lines on Thanos that are like just part of his you know physiology. Yeah. And then the corduroy face. 
Yeah. Well, people were freaking out like, oh, it's Wolverine. It's Wolverine. It's like, that's just part of his face. That doesn't even make sense. I know. I know it doesn't. It's like people were freaking out. There's just alien gaps in his face. Yeah. He's an old man. And then remember, I don't know, this is a while ago, but remember in Age of Ultron, whenever uh, Hawkeye brings out his like arrows and it looks like a, like three claws or whatever, people did the same thing. They were freaking out like, that's Wolverine. I, I remember that. I remember that was a huge deal. And I'm like, that doesn't make I mean, any sense. There's going to be no way that any of those characters are involved in either of the two no. movies. There, there may be a post credit scene after the second one, maybe if the deal goes through completely or whatever. Other, I mean, I, I think it'd be interesting if the no. deal goes through, and then by like you know the second movie, it's like I was saying about timelines, like mm-hmm. how like timelines get messed up or something, and then that's how they introduce like you know, whatever characters mm-hmm. they get from this deal, like I X-Men or something. But it would still have to be post-credit because they're done with the movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what I was thinking. They're not going to drop, you know, like a whole team of X-Men and whatnot <laughs> oh, okay, right guys. there in, in the middle of, you know, trying to... This is the big wrap-up for everything yeah. that's come forward. So not going to just be like, here's a bunch more yeah. shit right in the middle. It would be really funny if they're like, all right, guys, we need you back for three weeks of filming <laughs> because Hugh Jackman just became available and he's rocking this Wolverine outfit. We need you to come on right now. Logan is no longer available. <laughs> Logan's non-canon now. Oh, man, that'd be really good. Any last thoughts on Infinity War before we roll into some Black Panther discussion? Wenzel, it wasn't a word. <laughs> that was a you can't tell this gesture on an audio only Whenever podcast. we roll into Black Panther... We should give our ratings first, fourth. Okay. We okay. should go around the table and give our ratings. Okay. Are we ready? Out of five. Okay. Are out we ready five. for oh, Black Panther? Okay. We ready for Black Panther? Yep. Yes? Yes? Yeah. All right. So just know, spoilers. Spoilers. There are going to be spoilers. Spoilers. Full spoilers. spoilers. If you want spoilers. to stop now. Spo- spoilers. Spoilers. Did you know there's a spoiler? There's there's gonna be we're about to spoil the hell out of this we're movie. We're about to spoil. We're also going to spoilers. Also. Spoilers. 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 We're going to be talking about spoilers. the post-credit scenes as well. Oh, those are spoilers, so, too. Also spoilers. Post- spoilers. Yeah, the ones you, the things you find on cars. One plus you know, two. Race cars. Spoiler. Yeah. Also, there's going to be spoilers for Shape of Walk. No, spoilers. 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 She fucked that fish. Egg, 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 egg. Music. Pat hasn't even seen it. Okay. So, Black Panther. So we just want to start with our ratings. Yeah, let's start out. With, let's let's start out with the with the, with the Black Panther ratings, starting with Tanner. Uh, out yeah, of five. I, out of four point five. Four point five. Colt. Uh. Pat. Three. <laughs> three. Colt gave it a three out of yes. five. Wow. wow. Woo. Winslow. Five out of five. Abby. Four point five. I say four point five. Four point five. And Tanner. I already said four point five. That equals up to a 10. A solid 10 from us. <laughs> 4.5 and 4.5 is 9. So, obviously, <laughs> most of us most, most of us see it as a really good movie. Wenzel yeah. sees it as the one of the best movies, if not the best in his opinion. And Colt sees it as not the greatest, but still pretty good. So, overall, this movie was... I mean, it rocks. It was good. It was so good. It was a lot of good. It was more good than bad. At, it was great. I mean, well, my, my thing with it... So, first, I want to say, I think easily the best solo debut in the mcu it's better than iron man one thor one i don't think that's a hot take it's i agree it's better than all those movies i think that i think that i think with it kind of compares with doctor strange i think that it was as good as doctor strange was okay um i like doctor strange more i felt i felt like it was as good as doctor strange but doctor strange was more underrated this one had a lot more baggage to it than um yeah i would say i mean doctor strange is underrated but again doctor strange forgettable villain just like Kaecilius, like who was gonna remember that? And even Dormammu. But I'm glad they didn't, you know, kill off Dormammu. Spoiler. But uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's just like 
Black Panther, like especially with its villain, strong, super strong. That's why I think it makes it so much better than any other debut films because this one has a very memorable, memorable villain. Memorable, 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 memorable Memorable. villain. I mean, you know, look back at Captain America. It's like, oh, like weak, completely weak movie. Thor. It's like. Fuck, who was the villain? Oh, Loki. Loki. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the guy that's not been in every single one since. Uh, and then, uh, shit, Iron Man. It's like, you don't remember Obadiah, whatever, that, Warmonger. That that's my word. That's his name, that's Obadiah. Word, yeah. and no, then, Killmonger is the best villain in, in, in MCU. Yeah, definitely. Like, but to be easily. fair, I only remember Killmonger from the name. And plus, Killmonger is an mean? easier name. Like, I don't remember. It's like something Killmonger. Eric? Yeah, Eric's, Eric. Okay. Yeah, Eric. Eric like Obadiah, Kill- nobody's gonna remember that because that's not a common name. Or, but uh, his villain name was Warmonger. I didn't remember that. I mean, nobody. Oh, and that's an easy name. That's literally Killmonger <laughs> but, just with War. War is a letter shorter. Wait, was it Ironmonger? Well, yeah, because because it was oh. Iron Man. It was the Ironmonger. Iron okay, my oh, bad. That's easy Ironmonger. But, but but I mean, even then, it's like it's he's a forgettable villain. Yeah. And then with Ant Man, you know, uh, Darren. <laughs> it's me, Darren. <laughs> yeah, Dar- was it Darren Cross? Yeah, yeah. How are you gonna remember that? I mean, who it, was that? He was I mean, Yellow Jacket. It, Forgettable. It goes beyond oh. the name. It goes. It goes beyond the name. It goes yeah. from their their motivation. Well, yeah, yeah. Their, and great performance. Like, their, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Performance, their motivation, actually, uh, their their ability to convey their their meaning. They're not just. A villain that's just being a villain is. <laughs> we just saw a picture of a Sonic with a whose face? Lisa. 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 Yep, Lisa. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> a good villain comes from the ability to convey their reasoning for their doing so, along with the fact that they are just they're memorable. That's how they become memorable, basically. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. It's just like Killmonger's motivation was like spoiler. Uh, his, okay. You don't have to we, say spoiler. Yeah, we dropped those spoilers pretty high. <laughs> I, I was still going to say spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. <Fuck you. laughs> Just in case you thought we were kidding. <laughs> uh, his motivation was you know, his uh, father was killed by the previous uh, Black Panther, which was Chachaka, and then he was essentially abandoned by Wakanda, and then over years he trained, and then he wanted to take over Wakanda, and then he was also trained to destabilize countries because he was trained by, uh, what, he joined the SEALs and some other uh, black ops groups and it, stuff. But the thing is, though, is the the fire. So the the fire. So the so in order for there to be a fire, there has to be two things. You have to have a flame and you have to have fuel, or the spark and the fuel. The spark was the father dying, but the fuel was the fact that he realized that you know there are black individuals all around the world that are dying. Yeah, apparently, yeah. And you sit here in the country in which you say that you were the origin of all of all humankind, and you're not helping out your fellow your your fellow man. Mm-hmm. And that was that was the fuel that. That, that kind of carried that spark into a flame that made him the villain. And that villain, I mean, that villainy went to his very last breath because he did mean, I, I, that's that's part of the reason why I gave it a 4.5, was because his villainy was not just, he, he was a little bit over the top. His, the villainy was a little bit over the top in the sense that, you know, I like a villain, personally, that wants to get back at the world, but to do good through that like maybe their motives are maybe their motives are flawed mm-hmm. you know like well, if he well went to like, an extremist yeah he went to extremists like we're gonna enslave everybody yeah and it's like well he said like he was gonna like you know he, he, you know kind of help all help obviously help all white people in the world would be you know the disadvantage at the same time he was gonna kill everyone else like just basically reverse the roles and that i feel like that's what makes 
uh, Eric Kilmonger, like one of the most interesting villains, like and sympathetic wise, but also he's probably one of the most evil. Like he killed his girlfriend in cold blood to get revenge on Claw. Like that was and Claw was just a was just his like semi trust trusting offering piece to the to the uh to get into Wakanda. It was yeah. an offering yeah. piece. It wasn't it was, he could have easily gotten Wakanda without the claw. He just used claw as an offering piece. It's mm-hmm. sort of part of the ritualistic nature. He was still trying to appeal to their uh appear to the tradition as well as cuz he wanted cuz he wanted to appeal to the tradition because he even appealed to the tradition in the sense of his cuts on his body. Like he the, those cuts on his body are traditional African like yeah, scarification. Yeah, scarification. Um, I don't know if it's true to like the killing aspect. He he swore that every scar that he had was a kill. I don't know if that's a, I don't think that's the same throughout the tradition. But he tried to keep those same Wakandan traditions as well as um, trying to use Wakanda. He he didn't want to destroy Wakanda. He wanted to destroy the rest of the world. Not but, destroy, but but also like he, after he got into power, it's, it it was obvious that he didn't really care about. Wakanda itself because yeah. he could have destroyed all the heart-shaped flowers. That was a big part of the culture. Yeah. Part of mm-hmm. it. So he, he ordered them destroyed because he didn't want anybody else to gain that uh, same yeah. kind of power. And yeah. then uh, something else too about claws, you know, uh, it was uh, Killmonger's dad that worked with Claw to get those weapons and uh, didn't... Uh, I know Claw I know Claw in the comics betrayed his dad, so that's also another reason why Killmonger kills Claw in the comics. So isn't it, like, essentially the same thing, like a sort of betrayal with, between his father and Claw? Well, so, I mean, the comics and the MCU are not the same thing. I don't well, think, I know, I know, but I there's... Don't Claw, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think it's ever really yeah. implied that Claw betrayed his dad. Yeah, so it, that doesn't apply here. It was more like uh, T'Chaka just came and was like, I got some shit on you, and you're not going to believe it. You're bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but he and his father and his father had the same goal as he did was to. I've seen people out here struggling, and Wakanda has all this ability mm-hmm. to save these people. Yeah. I mean, they even said themselves that you know Wakanda sitting on a mountain of uh, vibranium, mm-hmm. and the vibranium they haven't even scratched the surface. Like, oh yeah. They barely scratched the surface. Yeah. Is how they said it. Uh, just for preface, in case you're listening to this and have no intention of seeing Black Panther, Wakanda is secret. Nobody, everybody thinks Wakanda is a third world country when like they think all the vibranium in the world was in like one knife. Yeah. And it's, a, it's not that it's hidden and you know, in plain sight, it's hidden in like the mountains and stuff. And it's a very high tech, civilization yeah. there like and it, and how the vibranium got there was it was from a meteorite yeah crashed. It was from a meteor and like it, it gives you all this backstory in like the first three minutes of the movie but it does it really well it, it kind of reminded me of avatar the last <laughs> airbender a little bit it's like fire water yeah it reminded me of that but it's just it's interesting too because there's also like this aspect of like economical or like sharing of resources that you have i've haven't really globalization yeah like globalization and like wakanda's talking or because the guy from the cia was like oh man that'd be really cool you know if we we can get some of that technology or whatever (laughs) because i mean that's what saves his life they take him to wakanda and they they end up you know repairing him after he gets shot shot in the the spine spine, yeah which you know you can't do that but it's it's interesting just to see like oh okay like you you can see killmonger's motivation Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like he wanted Wakanda to become the Wakanda Empire, which he says several times. Like, he wants to take over the l- whole literal world. 
So. Which he could have succeeded. Um, he could have. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Because if, because he thought, you know, T'Challa was dead. Mm-hmm. And if T'Challa was dead, then he would have. He I mean, would have, yeah. I think one of the interesting things about uh, the whole Wakanda thing is realizing that if it wasn't for the tra- their tradition for peace, if mm-hmm. it wasn't for their traditions of peace and, and prosperity within themselves and their own traditions that, that dictate that, like, technically everyone could have those flowers. Technically everybody could... Um, everyone could take the heart-shaped flower. Technically, everybody could use those weapons against everyone else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So technically, Wakanda could take over the world. Like Wakanda could have destroyed the world a long time ago, or taken yeah. over in our empire, but they never did. So and, just like self-restraint, like knowing that you have a lot of power, and for whatever reason, with, knowing how to use it responsibly. With, hold on, wait, wait. What's that? What's a quote are you saying? What you're getting close to it. With great power comes great responsibility. Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Anybody get me that Uncle Ben's rice? I I, I shot Webb. What was that noise? (laughs) (laughs) This is what rice sounds like. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And one of the other interesting aspects about um, Wakanda, and and this is on the New York Times and their review about it, they were like, Wakanda was never um, colonized by Europe or anything. It was never... It was a strong African state. And, uh, I mean, it's fictional, but still, it's, like, that's pretty interesting that, like, uh, this country, again, has the ability to destroy the world, yeah. take it over, or whatever, but it doesn't. And then, it's again, a strong African state that was never conquered by Europe. Like, that's pretty amazing in itself. Like, all of its culture is its own, and it wasn't, like, it hasn't intermingled with anybody else's. It's yeah. purely sort of self-sustaining. And and uh, just, like, I guess how it shows is just to, and I guess in a good way, just to keep to itself and just... Like, there are problems with isolationism, but they're they able to you know, foster and flourish, you know, just amongst themselves. And uh, I thought that was really interesting how it just it, how it just they went from being even when the rest of the world was sort of behind, like I guess going at the regular speed, they were still like had flying cars and something super advanced. Like how they're able to jump from you know normal tribal uh, society to the super you know advanced, advanced metropolis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and they and they they, they were like the world is, case, the world is catching up as well as another big fear that they have is the world's catching up. Which which Black Panther? What's his name again? I forget. T'Challa. T'Challa. The that's the new one, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. main character. Yeah, what's the T'Chaka is the father. Mm-hmm. T'Challa is the funny. I can't remember names for shit. Um, Tanner. <laughs> Tatana. So, t- so T'Challa, he and at the end of the game, at the end at the end of the game, at the end of the movie. Everyone uh, went scoring touchdown, baby. I, am I having a stroke? <laughs> um, T'Challa open ends up opening the world up to uh, Wakanda a little yeah. bit, and yeah. um, that's a good thing. And I like how it ended on it ended on this like white dude in the UN being like, "No offense, but what does a farming country have to give to the world?" Yeah. And, and they like, all smile at each other. And they all like, "Oh, you son yeah. of a bitch." <laughs> Never mind. It's going to be interesting to see how the world changes yeah. with that's that's cuz this is the last movie until Infinity War, right? Yeah, yeah. no, Infinity, yeah. yeah. So, it's going to be interesting to see interesting to see how the world has changed since Wakanda, which yeah. people pointed this out that you know how Iron Man's suit, like how it like kind of develops around him instead of it having to come as separate parts and forming yeah. around him, how it develops. People are saying that might be because of like the Black Panther, like Shuri's design for the suit and how it like it develops from the the necklace. Mm-hmm. They're saying that like 
Tony is able to do that with his suit is because he gets it that technology from Wakanda. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see the sister. What's her name? Uh, Shuri. 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 Seeing her with Tony Stark. Yeah, because they claim that Shuri is the smartest uh, person, person on Earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the MCU. Yeah. That's insane. And yeah. she's only sixteen. That's insane when comparing her with like Tony Stark. And she's and like the like scientific, you know, leader of the country, basically. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I Which know. Which I think was interesting that uh, there there is a, a change in the, the, of course there's obviously some change in the adaptations because in the comics uh, T'Challa. He's uh, in the in the con- in the comments. He's more stoic and reserved, and sort of the chess master. And he's also this, you know, scientific genius. In the movie, he's he's a bit um, like he's a bit uh, hot headed. He's a bit more uh, impetuous. And uh, Shuri, you know, she's a scientific genius in the movie. In the comic, she's actually more uh, involved with the historical aspect and mysticism, like she's mm-hmm. more like the, the shamanic as- aspects of uh, of the culture. How the how they uh, adjusted that for the movie? They, they changed things up a little bit, which is this is fine and interesting. Yep. I just think it's crazy that Chadwick, the guy that played T'Challa, is forty-one. I know. Years God. <laughs> it, well, when you said that, it blew my mind. Like somebody said, it was like, man, I can't believe this man is forty-one. I'm like, huh? That looks like black. That's black paint. And then I had to look it up. I'm like, how? This man <laughs> is forty-one. This man was born. I, I like. I can't wrap my head around it. This man was born in the seventies. And he's out here playing Black Panther, <laughs> well, looking younger than everybody else. Wild. You know what they say. If you take care of yourself, you stay young looking. Thanks, Colt. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke there. Well, uh, uh, well do you want to get into like, the uh, the other supporting cast? Because I felt like the supporting cast was very, very strong. And it's probably oh, stronger yeah, than absolutely. Any, other, any other single, oh, solo um, superhero movie. Yeah, easily. They, they had uh, Yoe, the leader of the, of the uh, Wakandan Guard. They had... Uh, Nakia, uh, the I guess Black Panther is you know love, love interest, yeah. and then Shuri, the the sister and uh, tech genius. I loved, I loved, I loved the guards. Yeah, I loved the guards. I think they were amazing. I think just their 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 battle styles, their fighting style, mm-hmm. this shit was so good, and the fact that they were in every almost every single scene, almost. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and because I mean they're the you know they're the uh, guard for Black Panther, so they have to be with him at like all times. Yeah, I, I like how there there was never a point in the movie what besides where spoiler I don't have to say spoiler never mind. I got you when when T'Challa, when T'Challa is killed uh, and he's not in the movie for like twenty minutes and it kind of gives those side characters a little bit more development. Like I really like that, and I also like the fact that but even when T'Challa was there, they never felt like background characters. Like it was like. They were all just they, main and, characters, and, I, I, and, and it was seamless. Yeah, like I felt like Black Panther himself uh, was the same as the rest. Yeah, like I, it's, I feel like he, I feel like it was all like I felt like I was watching a cast of heroes and not just yeah, yeah, and yeah. Not just Black Panther. Mm-hmm. No, I felt I felt the exact same way. And there's not a Marvel movie I can think of that. Uh, I mean, obviously, like Civil War, you know, had multiple actual superheroes in it, but like there's not a another for a debuting like solo movies where. You usually have like the one person that's kicking all the ass, and everybody's just kind of like, "Oh, yeah. we're all civilians. We, we'll just ha- stand there and cheer." Or but in this movie, everybody kicks ass. Yeah, everybody it's awesome, and everybody is. I like awesome. the different weapons as well. Mm-hmm. Then you, it shows the. Uh, I liked how they showed the divisions between the tribes and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked how they showed the the different weapons, uh, like the uh, the um, the girlfriend. What was her name? The Nakia. Nakia. She her, had- her tribe. They had. She had the two like. Chakram. That's what they're called. Chakram, the little circle blade things. And, and then Shuri's like uh, panther heads. 
the Sonic those cannons. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, those are my favorite. Because she yeah. made the, she made those were the cannons that she she made them to actually be like a kind of like a kryptonite to Black Panther's yeah suit um, yeah suit. Um, I like the I like the gimmick that the Black Panther suit had. Uh, Eric Killmonger's suit, the suit that he chose, the golden uh, people call it golden jaguar, but I mean that suit, the golden panther suit. Oh yeah, it looked awesome. But no. I love the shock absorption stuff. That shit was cool. It was and, a good gimmick. Yeah, it was like I was like, Hope. and it had a visual cue and everything. Uh huh. That it, was what it was, was great. Amazing was because like they made it to where it was. The, that was because the, the thing is though is what I I like I didn't I did not know I thought that I thought the Black Panther got his all his power from his suit. I did I did not know that mm-hmm. he actually took in like this like plant that made him super powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did not know that. I don't know mm-hmm. if that, is that is that comic that's book? that's comic yeah. book too. Yeah, and um. I did not know that. I don't know where that puts him in strength wise, but I like how the suit was super high tech, mm-hmm. and I love the fact they were like, "Oh, you have this suit; it does this thing, and the audience is going to know it does this thing whenever it starts to glow, mm-hmm. and you'll see it start to glow, and it's bulletproof." Like he was just—he never got scratched. He never oh, yeah. got hurt at all. And he uh, got stabbed at the beginning I, of the movie. I mean, the only time but he like, got hurt with the suit was like, yeah, with without uh, within the suit, never got hurt. And then his strength is like he was able to like in if Civil War he was able to go toe to toe with uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Captain America. Yeah. So he's pretty he's pretty strong, which is absolutely loved it. Whenever watching Civil War, because like you think like oh yeah it's just a king you know he has a high tech suit whatever, but no he has like he has super strength reflexes senses everything. I yeah. liked how the king also in their in the in like the cultural aspects how the king was the mainline warrior. He mm-hmm. was the he was the commander in chief in the battlefield as well as um, because he went on missions like the king went on missions but there was also a council of the tribe that that helped yeah uh, uh, support it to be the to be the guiding hand but he had the ultimate choice and everything like that but um, and the fact that he also had the guards honestly though does Black Panther need the guards maybe not but they they kept toe to toe with him yeah they kept not I mean like just I mean he may not have needed them technically. But on the battlefield, I don't think that they were any less viable as he was in the, and they showed that quite yeah. well. Does anybody have any bad things to say about this movie? Well, Let's talk about some bad things. Well, I know Colt gave it the lowest rating. <laughs> I would like to know why he gave it a three out of five. To for me, uh, it just everybody's saying it's not the typical Marvel movie. For me, it felt like a Marvel movie. It just felt like a. Just a good Marvel movie, not like Iron Man Two Marvel movie. Uh, there was that, and the CGI. Not a big part of why I didn't like it, but it wasn't that good. I feel like it wasn't up to par with like a modern day Marvel movie. I will agree. I think the the parts that I would agree on that w- the the main part that I would agree on was probably the le- the least good part of the whole movie was that it. The CGI was bad. The CGI was not very good. It's not. It's not like it, it. It was compared to other Marvel movies of the same caliber. It wasn't very good, but I feel like it makes up for it in the costume design, the cultural mm-hmm. design. Yeah. Oh yeah, the costume like, design in the movie is the, a thousand percent heads and heels above everything else in Marvel's done. I would yeah. say there was less of less battle scene. There was a lot of battle scenes, but mm-hmm. or there was a lot of fight scenes. But there weren't there. I don't know. It just they felt like they felt to they, the battle scenes took a backseat to a lot of the politics in the movie as well, mm-hmm. which can for some people make it seem slower. For me, I liked it. I love. Yeah, that. I did too. Yeah. Um, but it did. But I can totally see where it could make some people feel like it's a little bit slower. 
I thought that Michael B. Jordan played some one of the best, if like one of the best villains. Um, but I also think that his villainy was a little bit kind of crazy. It was kind of ludicrous, you know. It, yeah, I mean, are, are we gonna spit? You know, Tat. You know, and good things with a guy named Killmonger. Like he obviously chose that name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like I he's mean, gonna be like he's gonna mess stuff up purposefully. I, I, I would, I would much rather him been like, I'm going to protect. I'm going to make sure the people, because like if it took like a, so, taking a different route of it of yeah. like I'm going to protect my people over the world. That's different than we're going to protect my people over the world and then we're going to enslave the rest of them. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like a, oh no, that's where he <laughs> took it over the top for me. Yeah, well, and plus like you realize that. Every every villain is a hero in their own mind. Oh yeah. yeah. So well, like yeah. so yeah. The, so the thing comes like he thinks he's doing good, but he doesn't realize that oh he's 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 actually but doing a lot the of bad. Dude is smart. The dude is smart enough to know that yeah I could do this, but that's not gonna solve it. He's yeah. I don't know. It just felt like yes he is smart, but he's not smart. He's he's super smart guy for him to be in the position that he is in. There's, well, there's a difference between having intelligence and self awareness. But. I mean, I feel like he had both. If he's in, if he's in the position he's in, he should know that maybe I shouldn't do the enslaving part, yeah. but I will protect. But but then then Black Panther's like, no 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 no, you know. Like I I feel like it was more driven by hate, just in the fact like you guys have had all this shit all along. Like it's you, personal for him. So nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's very personal. Personal. Like I don't think in, intelligence or self awareness even come into it. I think it was like personal. Like you guys like killed my dad, left me abandoned, and. You know all this stuff. Like we, our people are out here suffering, and for centuries, and you have done nothing. And but now I'm gonna do something. And I guess he might be. And, and again, again, that whole aspect of it is, is sort of like a kamikaze sort of self burn down, burn, ra- burn and raise everything. If even if I have to stand in the fire type person. Yeah. And I, I, I don't really like those types of villains. I think that that made him a li- that that. I mean, still though, best Marvel supervillain. But still lessened it for me because, like, yeah, let's let's bring it down to a reasonable fight here. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Michael B. Jordan said that he, uh, for the role of Killmonger, he studied uh, X Men, like the X Men movies, Magneto. I think Michael because Fass- I was going to say there's a really cool, cool parallel between T'Challa and Killmonger because one that they, they want they both want the best for people, but one's more passive and one's assertive, and plus. Which that p- plays parallels to a whole different genre of other things. Well, and then he also studied uh, Heath Ledger's Joker as well, so. But yeah, he, so he probably added that little. And plus, the X they're always a thinly veiled allegory for racial and you know minorities. Yeah, because I mean, like that whole like we want we we want the best for the people's mentality is a lot is a huge parallel that people draw between. It's one of the major parallels that people draw between Martin Luther King and Malcolm X as well, which is which he which Malcolm X was, you know, more nationalist type ideas of like okay, well, separate separate but equal, and then. Which that's the overall generalization, and then you had like Martin Luther King, who's like, "Oh no, integration, slow integration, peaceful integration, those sorts of things." Which, anyways, that's neither here nor there. But that same that same idea is then is then reflected in this movie between T'Challa and Killmonger. Yeah, so. I mean, that like. Again, I thought, like, this movie, and I don't do this a lot with movies, but this movie made me want to go seek out more Michael B. Jordan. Like, I watched Creed yeah. the night after I finished He was this. good. He was good as he, shit. I, I think he was the best character in the movie. Yeah, I did like, like, not saying everybody, like, everybody I thought was great, I thought Michael B. Jordan was phenomenal. Like, yeah. I know superhero movies don't often get, like, award considerations, but I'm talking, like, best actor level yeah. shit I, here. <laughs> also, could we say like the music in Black Panther? Oh, like, music uh, was fantastic. Aside, oh, it was wonderful. Aside yeah. from like the soundtrack that was released made by Kendrick Lamar, which 
10 out of 10. I love it. Great yeah. start so of the year. The composition for the movie, like the, the a lot of the drums was done by a Swedish movie producer. Huh. It wasn't done by Kendrick Lamar, but the soundtrack yeah. is in like some of the, the rap compositions and things like that yeah. was all done by Ken. Yeah, he produced like yeah. the album and stuff. It was really Great. cool. Great. Well, because you know, there's two different things when the movie comes out. There's the uh, original score and then there's mm-hmm. the soundtrack, which is all just, just like, you know, popular artists or whatever. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they contribute to like even an idea and a feel for the story. Yeah. Which both sounded great. I love the this the uh, music throughout the movie. And then uh Huh. I don't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh oh no, I was gonna say, um I cried at the part where uh when uh Killmonger is sitting there and he's talking about how like, you know, he wanted to s- his dad was gonna show him Wakanda mm-hmm. and see how beautiful it is. Yeah. I was like, uh yeah, there's poor some, little boy. There's some parts in that movie like Oh and I the was like yeah, and the Shit. part and the part where like he uh he ate the heart shaped uh or he drank the heart shaped herb and then he went like to the ancestral plane and like was back in the apartment where his dad died. Mm-hmm. That made me so sad too. And it was yeah. like, well, now we're stuck here. Yeah, yeah. Now we're stuck here in this apartment. Like we, you see, but you see the you do see like the African the African plane. You see the you see the. The sky is all lit up with the colors and things like mm-hmm. that from the apartment windows, but they're stuck in the they're apartment. They're still in the apartment, yeah. Because they chose to go against Wakanda's mm-hmm. own ideas and things like that. And the last final word, whenever Michael B. Jordan dies, that shit was good as fuck. That was yeah, the oh, best. Yeah, that. That, that kind of hammered in the fact that... I forgot the line, though. It's I like, don't bear remember. Bear me to Yosem because uh, my answers had, 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 better, had sense to believe that it's better to, to die than live in a box. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, to be cha- yeah, because they jumped off the boats. Yeah, yeah I mean it was rough. Yeah, <laughs> all that shit. Was, uh, just, you, <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, and if you're listening to this, first off, shame on you because you should go see this movie absolutely. But also, this is such an audience movie too, because like uh, the audience we were in, like we, we saw it everybody, on Thursday. Yeah, our audience was awesome for yeah. this movie, and I I think everybody should have that experience to see it with like a full audience as opposed to. I was I didn't even pay attention too much to the audience. I was so engrossed in the movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah me too. Yeah. But yeah. like, I mean, there, and, like I didn't expect as much comedy in the movie that there was. Yeah, that kind of threw me off. Like it threw me off. The, like the sister. Uh, like when she goes, "What are those?" I'm like, <laughs> "What are those?" I, <laughs> I call them sneakers. Or yeah, let's fix some broken white boys. Yeah. Which I laughed at that. I was oh, like, I "That's too, really yeah. good." And then uh, the beginning, whenever when uh, T'Challa meets uh, Nakia, mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey." <laughs> yeah. It's, no, it, I mean, there's like some very. It, it's it's. It's more subtle than a lot of Marvel. I obviously accept like the what are those? Yeah, it's, like it's a lot more subtle Marvel comedy, but it's still like Marvel comedy. And that kind of threw me expect. off. Like at that point, I realized I was in a theater. Yeah. <laughs> no. The, the, so okay, this is not about the movie, but the guy sitting in front of us, every time he laughed, like he, this is how he laughed. I'm backing up from the mic because he'd go, ah! and like scream, and then just go back to normal. And I'm like, what are you? Like, huh? And like he got up after the movie, he's like, yeah, that movie was great. I liked it a lot. And I was like, I couldn't tell, but like, it, it, like it was awesome. But I was just like, man, he finds all this shit funny. Like he, and then also there was like two girls in the theater. I don't know, but they started laughing at one of the more like sad parts in the movie. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that kind of pissed me off too. Don't see this in theater. No, I'm just kidding. Go see yeah. this in theater. The only time I ever realized I was in a theater because you know I was so into the movie was when <laughs> the what are those part? Then those girls laughing, and then at the end whenever everybody just started clapping. Yeah, like, and yeah, everybody clapped at the movie. And the thing I don't, I can't fathom. People still leave before the credits of Marvel movies. Like twenty people left. It felt like I think 
like probably yeah, 17. probably like twenty or twenty five percent of the theater left. Like before the first post credit scene. Yeah. And there's two post credit scenes. Wild. Do you think by this point? By this point, it even it even told us, "Hey, you're seeing a Marvel movie. There's usually a scene after yeah. the credits. You <laughs> might want to stick around." Which I was kind of disappointed in the um, the two scenes because one of them it was just you know Wakanda opening up to the world, and then the other one was just like them showing that Bucky is still in uh, Wakanda. Mm-hmm. He woke. They woke him up from his cryo sleep, I guess, and yeah. then I think that's the it big took part. A week to fix it was pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've actually figured all of this out. I still feel like the Soul Stone is probably in Wakanda. Well, yeah, because it's like what, like how else, how else are they, how else are they able to get the ancestral plane? It's like I feel like because the Soul Stone's probably right beneath them, and it's what's creating those heart shaped hearts. No, yeah, exactly. I mean, they may be purple, but you have to also remember that whenever Loki had the uh, scepter, it turned everybody's eyes blue, but the Mind Stone was in it, and it was yellow. So I mean. It creates yeah. like certain things, whatever. That was or, or why else would Thanos be attacking Wakanda? Yeah, like, why else? Be like, I'm just gonna spend all my little alien dogs and just like blow this place up for no reason. Yeah, unless <laughs> it's, the, it's the biggest threat as well. I guess they would have like a bunch of technology that could be. I mean, unless Wakanda is spacefaring, which that'd be cool. It's like, oh yeah, we in space. <laughs> yeah, they're on what? the they're on the moon. Yo, what if Earth is in space? <laughs> oh, <what laughs> a, wait, what? Well, there, there was one little thing that I, that was brought to my attention uh, about the movie, but I don't know if it would be addressed because it kind of just came and went in Civil War. But there's a point where T'Challa goes after Bucky to, to like capture him, and uh, T'Challa goes to grab Bucky's metal arm, but his ring reverberates off of Bucky's metal, and he won't let him grab it. And that was something that people have talked about, but hasn't been addressed yet because. Um, you see, could you see, like, he goes to grab Bucky's metal arm, but with his ring hand, the right hand, and, but he can't grab it, because whatever the metal in, in his ring is repelling off Bucky's metal arm, and T'Challa's like, and even Bucky's like, what the hell was that? And, and they go back to fighting each other. And then the Rooster Brothers like, oh yeah, there might be more to that ring than What people. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I never noticed that. Yeah. What uh, the fuck? <laughs> I'm upset now. I'm crying. Oh, we have to... <laughs> we watch the Civil War right now. No, we're watching <laughs> Black Panther again. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Uh, any any final thoughts on the movie? Uh, Abby, uh, what, what do you think? We, uh, you have that much to say in the novel jabbering. Oh no, I agree with a lot of what you guys said. I did really appreciate um, the costume design, how they had free range to do with what they wanted with Wakanda. You know, they got to like, you know, design the whole place, which was beautiful, and even with the music and the costumes and everything. They made it a totally unique place, you know, that there's nothing like it on the world. Because usually, you know, they take the big Marvel movies in a setting that, you know, we know today. So we kind of, you know, are familiar with that. But it was just really cool to, like, see, you know, how they um, envisioned Wakanda and brought it to life. But I was also going to say, someone said something about Killmonger, like, how he went overboard with, you know, wanting to... I guess take over and like slaughter other people that were oppressing others i think that's because maybe like when he was little you know when his dad died like that triggered something and he kind of still acted like a boy like a child you know even when he went um to wakanda yeah he saw that childish yeah mm-hmm. and so that's why he was like not willing to listen to anyone about anything because yeah. he thought in his mind like he knew what was right mm-hmm. and no one else did but yeah i loved it yeah, yeah. i mean uh 
like the only movie I can comfortably say is better than in the MCU that's better than Black Panther is Guardians One, and Guardians One is, I think, a phenomenal film. Black Panther mm-hmm. also a phenomenal film. I mean, the only movie that's like close to me to Black Panther mm-hmm. is just Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this is. I think. I think your three best Marvel movies of all time. Right here. All Black oh, Panther? Yeah. All Black Panther. <laughs> one, two, all, one, two, three, all Black Panther. No, he's counting uh, Black Panther 2 and 3 when it come out in the next two oh, years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess we will get sequels to Black Panther, obviously. Because if, like, Thor, Gatham, and Aquaman, they're all kind of being, like, phased out. You know, yeah. they, they got to have the new big franchise pit poles that well, fit for, yeah. not for Avengers ship it in or whatever they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Wakanda reaches out and helps rebuild the world. It could, it and could it's happen. all high tech. We talk into the future now. <laughs> but top three Marvel movies, I'm saying right now, in no particular order because it's hard for me to decide, it's going to be Guardians 1, Black Panther, Ragnarok. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's a totally yeah. valid top three mm-hmm. for sure. And and now you have to think, like, Black Panther can be a big franchise. I mean, it had the fifth best opening weekend of all time. And that's all movies. All movies ever. Like, the only Marvel movie that did better than it was Avengers 1. I think, or was it Avengers Two? It was one of the Avengers. It like was Avengers it, it, One. Okay, yeah, it was Avengers One. So literally, the four movies in front of it are like Avengers One, Episode Seven, Episode Eight, and something else. I can't remember. Titanic. I don't know if it was. Was Titanic. it? Was it? What, it's op- best opening weekend. Best, best opening weekend. Was it? I don't remember off the top. Of it my was head. Avatar. It's, it's fifth. Oh, it might have been Avatar actually. Oh. Avatar is always up there. They made a shit ton of money. It was well, like yeah, three D alien. Yeah, three. Sex? Here's my money, and boom, three billion. Welcome to the shape of water. Now, <laughs> James Cameron wants to make six more of those goddamn things. Yeah, we'll all be dead before any of uh, all the avatars are out. Well, I think that was a a fun little discussion on uh on Black Panther. I, I think like I mean it's a phenomenal movie. If you listen to this and got spoiled, I I would still suggest going to see it just because like. Like it doesn't matter how many words we say, we can't convey the visuals or the emotions no. you can feel during the movie. And I think you should absolutely go see this yeah. movie. I mean, a hundred percent. See it and judge for yourself. We can we can always ex- explain how we felt, but whatever yeah. good movie succeeds or fails, that's up to you as the individual. Yeah, which I think this movie are uh, huge, huge success, huge success. Well. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 43 of the All You Can Hear podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. If you're listening to this, you're probably listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play Music. Leave us a rating on any of those systems. Leave us a like on SoundCloud. Rating, review on iTunes. It all It's all good. Uh, we have two polls going right now. We have the Best of the 2000s poll, which closes March 1st. So you have a little over a week to fill it out uh, if you're li- listening to this on Monday. And we have a podcast survey also up. It's in the pinch tweet on the at AYCH podcast account. Fill fill that out. Probably takes two, three minutes max. Not just asking you a couple questions, helping us make the podcast better for you, for us, for everybody. You can follow us on Instagram, AYCH podcast. You can follow us on twitch.tv slash all you can hear. Colt and I are getting very close to actually beating Yakuza 0. We only have like six chapters left. Yeah. Yeah. So we, like, we beat three chapters just the other night yeah. on stream. Uh, we do that typically every Tuesday at about 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And uh, there's tweets on uh, my Twitter and the AYCH Twitter leading up to that. So you'll be able to find that. And you can follow me, Tanner, on Twitter at Tanner1495. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, ColtD88. Uh, send us pictures of any animal that you can find dressed up as Black Panther.
you can follow me on Twitter at WinsyWilkie, and you can follow my art Instagram at World of Winsy. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tegan Abigail. Um, you can follow me at CODDOC11. That's CODDOC11. Cod Doc. On Twitter, Instagram, maybe some Snapchat. It's up to you. This is Patrick. You can follow me online at Twitter and Instagram at John Lost His Name. You can follow my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Wakanda forever! <laughs> <laughs>